Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. And our guests today are from the Relationship Safety Alliance. Some still call it the (laughs) Mid-Minnesota Women's Center. But regardless, we want to say welcome to Faith Rano, who is the office coordinator, and Jill McKenzie, community relations manager. Ladies, welcome back to Community Focus. Thank you for having us. Yeah. So uh, what's uh, happening uh, this time of the year at the Relationship Safety Alliance? Well, as you know, October is Domestic Violence Month. So we are talking about not only awareness, but education. A lot of people don't know uh, what it's all about. Uh, domestic violence used to just be, you know, you would think of it just as physical, the typical man, mm-hmm. woman. Now it's, it's everybody. It crosses all lines. Uh, LaToya Jackson had a great uh, quote about that. It doesn't matter how rich or poor a person is, what gender or social class, or how much fame or education they possess. Verbal, mental, and physical abuse can happen to anyone. It doesn't matter what a person's ethnicity is, because the only distinguishing color of abuse is black and blue. Mm. Wow. Well said. That's powerful. It is. And in Minnesota and in the U.S., uh, the stats are are very close. Uh, One in three women and one in four men have experienced some form of physical violence by an intimate partner. Wow. That's pretty Holy tough to grasp. Cow. Wow. Really? Yeah. yeah. I had no idea it was that high. Yeah. Yeah. I'm wondering if that number two also, went up during the pandemic. Well, is and reflective? It is. And part of that is we were... Stuck together. Stuck. Yet you were putting the victims with their perpetrators. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And whether it was, you know... With no other place to go. Exactly. It, exactly. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's it's not just the women and men who are experiencing it. It it happens between parents and children, children to parents, between Mm -hmm. siblings. It it just includes everyone. Nobody can run from it. Teenage boyfriends, girlfriends, I mean, everything. Exactly. And when you say those numbers, uh, I often think that these types of things are underreported. So they're maybe higher than those numbers that you talked about. I would would agree with that. Um, Mm -hmm. There is so much shame involved with this the victims feel like it was somehow their fault they you know they don't want to report it i you i totally agree with you it's under reported yeah Mm -hmm. and i know in a lot of abuse cases uh and especially uh we've talked about this in child abuse but i think in this in these cases too uh sometimes it's a learned behavior your parents did it they didn't say anything they don't report it now you're doing it and again Nobody says anything, and it's just it's a cycle that continues. Yes, and we want to end that cycle, and it's super important for us to educate the younger generation um, Mm -hmm. to let them know that hey, if this is happening to you, it's not okay, and there's there are people here to help you. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, I just lost my thought process. But, but, and, and we are here. Um, Karen and I go out and uh, speak to different groups. So if you're interested, you just contact us. We were, are always happy to come out mm-hmm. and uh, educate you, tell a little bit about our own stories, um, help you to find your way. Yeah. But that's just it. Um, people need to make that first step and make a contact, right? If, some, if that relationship is not right and you're suffering that abuse – 
You shouldn't go on suffering it in silence. No. Uh, you know, they can certainly call the police department. Um, they can get us get them in touch with us. Um, or they can call us at the shelter. Um, 218-828-1216 is the number that they can call. Mm-hmm. And also now, too, with the rebranding, and you kind of said it, we're so used to hearing the husband abusing the wife kind of situation. But with this new, with, with the rebranding kind of, it, it opens it up a little bit more, does it not, Faith? It does. Um, so, you know, Relationship Safety Alliance is an umbrella to envelop everybody, whereas our old name, people would think that we only helped women, women. and that yep. wasn't the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we do have other services other than just the shelter mm-hmm. or the visitation. Um, we also have a 24-hour crisis line. We have legal advocacy, support groups, community education, mm. and we have a volunteer program. Last year we had over 1,800 volunteer hours logged, which is actually down mm-hmm. because we've, you know people are having a tough time coming back to volunteering after COVID. COVID has affected us so negatively in many, many ways. That just happens to be one of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, We are the only shelter in Region 5. We service Cass, Crow Wing, Morrison, Todd, and Wadena counties. In an emergency situation, if somebody comes up from somewhere else and they are in our location, we will absolutely help them. Okay. We are here to help everybody. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah, and what are some of the other needs? Because I would think that, uh, especially in these emergency situations, people come to you maybe not carrying everything they need. Uh, That is exactly right. Um, Sometimes they only come with what's on their back. Um, And so we do take donations of clothing, shoes, um, use cell phones because we use those for 911 phones um, since you still can use a phone to dial 911 at least even if there's not connected to a service mm-hmm. um, you know toiletry items um, blankets um, you know you you name it and we probably could, could definitely use it, use it. Yeah. Um, and again know. for men women and children yes yep. yes exactly Um you know, it, it's just, it's really important for people to realize that, you know, um, sometimes they don't have time to plan out their their escape, basically. Yeah, yeah. let's get up and go. Um, and it's, you know, it's a, it's a lot of, like, bundling kids up in blankets and, and going, mm-hmm. you know. And, you know, we've had kids come in in just their pajamas. Wow. You know, it. and... <sighs> So, yeah, it's it's truly, it's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Um, but yet, we're so fortunate to be able to provide that service. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Jill, you mentioned volunteers, and uh, you had a nice number there, but uh, something tells me you can always use more. We can, because they help not only with events that we hold, but also in the shelter. Mm-hmm. So helping with cleaning, helping with gardening. Uh, maintenance. Maintenance, uh, the front desk, answering phones. We can use a lot of volunteers, and if you are out there and you have any kind of an idea that you would like to volunteer, we will sit down and talk to you, and we'll get you matched up with something that you'd like to do. It's not, you know, you come in the door and we're like, okay, you sit here and do that. Right. We match you up with things that you are interested in. And comfortable doing. Yep, for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. And and back to uh, the donations, Faith, uh, 
do we just bring those uh, anytime or should we call ahead or how uh, does that work? You don't need to call ahead. I mean, you can, of course, um, but there's no need. Uh, you just come come to the shelter at 1414 Maple Street um, and walk up to the front door, ring the buzzer. Someone will answer and ask who it is um, mm-hmm. because, you know, that's security. part of our security. It's good, yes. Um, and, you you know, explain to them who you are. Or you can just say, hey, I have donations. And sometimes we'll just say, okay, you know, if we're really busy, we'll just say, okay, um, if you could just leave them at the door, that would be great. We'll ask if you want a receipt. And if that's the case, then obviously we'll come out and give you a receipt. But, um, you know, they let people in to bring in donations. Um, We've had people go, I don't need a receipt. And it's okay, you can just leave it at the door and we'll grab it. in that, but it's it's a fairly easy process. Uh, we always like to send thank yous to our uh, donors, um, whether it's just a, some books or a, you know a bag of clothes. Like we enjoy we enjoy sending those thank yous because we want you to know that you're appreciated. That's nice. Very good. Now uh, we should talk. Don't you have an event coming up next week? We do. It's our annual candlelight vigil. It's going to take place down at Kiwanis Park at 6.30. We will be releasing uh, luminary balloons this year. We'll have some speakers. And uh, the social work uh, program from St. Scholastica will be there with a warm beverage uh, area. And uh, we just would love to see everybody down there. Um, We pay honor to those that were lost in the last year Mm -hmm. uh, due to uh, domestic violence. we have 26 souls that we lost to domestic violence in Minnesota last year. That is wow. so insane. 22 men, I'm sorry, 22 women, two men, and two children. Mm-hmm. At least 28 minor children were left without a parent due to those uh, intimate partner homicides. Dear God. Six of those 26 deaths were family members attempting to intervene, and they were killed alongside the intimate victim. In our region alone, we lost five women. Hmm. That left 17 children without a mother. That is insane. That is not good. It's, it's very staggering. Yeah. It is. I mean, it's yeah. like literally speechless. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, sitting here and I have tears in my Get eyes. Get emotional. It, yeah. it is. It's very emotional. And I mean, and, you know, we're 10 months into 2022 and we've already had 17 victims of domestic violence that have passed away due to that Mm -hmm. um and some have made headlines yeah exactly Mm -hmm. and you know it's staggering and you know 17 uh, 10 months we've had 17 people killed shouldn't be that due to that at least that we know of Mm -hmm. yeah and that stressful part of the year is still coming up exactly oh we also, um, in conjunction with Aiken and Crow Wing County law enforcement, we've got a warrant sweep that they are helping us out with uh, on their domestic violence offenders. Really? So we are partnering for the first time with them on that. Um, and it's going to, you know, show an advocacy program and law enforcement and probation can all work together mm-hmm. to, you know, help out our communities. And we should work together. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We should be, because yeah. Yeah. if it weren't for law enforcement and probation doing their jobs, mm-hmm. you know, we wouldn't be able to do our job yeah. to helping those victims. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. 
All right. So, again, the vigil is when? That is Tuesday the 11th at 630 Kiwanis Park. Okay. We will be, there's kind of a walkway that goes underneath the bridge. That's where we will be. Okay. And everyone is invited. Everyone is invited. And you might wonder why we're doing balloons this year. Well, it's because the DNR dock um, down at Kiwanis is down further on the river. Okay. (laughs) It floated on down the river. (laughs) Took a little trip. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Interesting. Um, I know that uh, you always look for donations. You have fundraisers throughout the year. Um, Of course, we're coming up to the end of the year. A lot of people like to make a donation. You'll accept them anytime, won't you? We will accept them anytime. Um, And, you know, Christmas is coming. We'll be sending out letters for Adopt-A-Family. You know, we provide Christmas to everyone that we've uh, serviced or served, sorry, um, in the last year. Oh, wow. That's neat. Yeah. Plus, you will have undoubtedly some folks uh, at the facility during we will. the holidays. Yes, yes. And, you know, we even people that if we end up having a family come in on Christmas Eve, we'll, you know, have Christmas for them. You know, that's wow. that's a big deal for us. You know, we want mm-hmm. them, the, especially if they have children. You know, yeah. It's a oh, yeah. huge deal. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it is. Um, you know, you have children that, is Santa going to come? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Is Santa going to know where I'm at? And it, yes, yep. Santa will know where you're at. Yep. And we don't close. We are open 24-7, 365. Mm-hmm. Even through COVID, we never closed. Yeah, that's amazing. Yes, especially, um, you know, same with Alex and Brennan Child Safety Center. Um, they do visits, you know, 365 days a year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, we're a program that... We never close at the shelter, um, but we are there to provide services at the safety center for families um, and children who need that intervention of supervised visits. Yep. Yeah. Wow. That's a good service. A couple more things we do have coming up besides the candlelight vigil. We do have at the shelter for our shelter kids, Reading with Royalty. So Lauren Hand, who is Miss Royalty International Preteen, will be there uh, having some activities for the kids, and she's going to read with them. Of course, we'll have for Christmas the Giving Tree as well and uh, Santa at the shelter. Really important, we've got Maverick Boutique in Pequot Lakes. They are having a Let's Give Back event November 2nd through the 22nd, and it's a fall donation drive. Neat. Yes. That's cool. Yes. Okay. Can we learn more about these upcoming activities and the shelter and the facilities itself on the website? Absolutely. So they can contact us. Um, We have a new website. It's www.relationshipsafety.org. And also Facebook. is It's been shared. Yep. Okay. Like and follow us on Facebook. Yes. Under Relationship Safety Alliance. Awesome. Okay. And the website again, relationshipsafety.org. Correct. Very good. Um, uh, for those that want to volunteer, you said just, uh, again, you know, the contact information is on the website or the Facebook page. They can find out there and then just give you a call and, uh, and let them know that, uh, let you know that they want to volunteer. Absolutely. It's okay. easy to do. Very good. Okay. Ladies, thank you so much for being here to talk about what you're doing here in central Minnesota and keep up the good work. Thank yeah. you for what you're doing. Well, thank, thank you for you having us. For your support. Our pleasure. Faith Rano is the office coordinator and Jill McKenzie, the community relations manager with the Relationship Safety Alliance. And again, find out more at relationshipsafety.org. 
I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. We remind you that our Community Focus programs can be listened to anytime. They're on our website. Go to 1067wjjy.com. You can also listen through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.